raising kids can really teach you some special things about God's heart for us, and um, especially going through some difficult challenges with our special needs son. One of the lessons I've learned is, um, is to love my child like God does. I just hear the Lord saying over and over again, John, just love him like I do. And I can't do that, of course, in my own power. So it draws me closer to the heart of God. And uh, I hope you find that even in challenging times, there's a richness for you uh, in your family because of your kids. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta. He's the VP of our Parenting and Youth Department here at Focus on the Family. And let's go ahead and get to more of a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Heidi St. John about how God met her during an overwhelming season of her parenting. Motherhood is a lot about humility. Mm-hmm. And a lot about being willing. One of the, the things I, I love to tell moms is that that importance of leaning into the Lord. And I think the biggest moment for me in remembering that God was with me all the time was probably after I had my sixth baby. And now you've got a picture. I've got this house full of children. We're homeschooling them, which is something I never thought that I would do. So I'm doing all of these things, trying to do them and feeling like I'm failing at everything, right? right? Because that's how moms are guilt magnets. We always feel like we're failing at everything. I woke up early one morning and I'm I'm fairly certain that I hadn't really slept at all. Went outside. I watched the sun rise over Mount St. Helens. And I'm just sobbing. I'm sitting outside on my deck feeling like I, I'm never – I, I used to do quiet time. I used to be a good Christian, and now I could hardly open my Bible, and I feel like I'm crabby with my kids. And I was like, Lord, you know, where are you? I, I feel so far away from you. And in that moment, the Lord so faithfully – he was like, Heidi, I didn't – I never went anywhere. I'm not distracted when you're uh, when you're unloading the dishwasher. You can talk to me then. It's all right if you're nursing a baby and trying to uh, juggle a toddler that needs your attention right now or a teenager that thinks your sweater is ugly and she doesn't like you anymore. Uh, <laughs> all of those things, you say, I, he said, I, I didn't leave you. Draw your children into your quiet time because I just felt so guilty. Again, yeah. you know, it was that I haven't opened my Bible. I used to be so faithful at it and just feeling like I'm not even communicating with the Lord. And that was a turning point for me. In well, again, that's that guilt feeling, right? It totally You're is. And this is the it. enemy, right? Who yeah. wants to make you feel like everything you do is permanent. Everything that you wrong or every failure that you feel that you're encountering is permanent. And so I did something different. I went, I took all my kids to Walmart and I said, you guys can pick out a spiral notebook. And they all had to be different colors because we all know what happens. And I'll see you in an hour. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys, you know, you bicker over who gets the green one and who gets the blue one. And mom is going to go over here and get my grocery shopping done. I'll come back. So the kids all get these, you know, 15 cent spiral notebooks. And I said, I'm going to start doing my devotions with you. And I went to uh, the store and I got it, just a children's Bible, nothing, nothing exciting. And I said, every day in the morning, mom is going to read the Bible. And I want you guys to write down when we're done what you're learning. And I learned in that moment two things. God's going to speak to me through the reading of his word, whether it's a children's Bible and I've got a nursing infant and a toddler and a grumpy teenager and whatever it is in the room with me, God can use it. He used that reading of his word in those moments and it changed my life. And what mm. what's the other thing I learned is that God speaks to his children through his word. So I want moms not to feel like they have to do something fancy. Well, I think, you know? and I think too, moms need to hear what is mom strong? What does that mean to be mom strong? Yeah. Well, it to me, it means to know that we're raising God's kids. You so know? the purpose. The purpose of motherhood is to raise children that are going to reflect 
uh, a love for the Lord Jesus. We're supposed to be raising kids that will be fully committed disciples of Jesus Christ, meaning we want our kids to love the Lord and to walk with him, to realize that they belong to him and that their purpose is eternal. And when they get that, when you start to see those light bulb moments go on, they're going to see it by you not doing it right, right? And you're going to get an opportunity to go back to them and say, you know what, you guys, I'm so sorry. I'm struggling with this. And you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle at some point too. I want my kids to be strong in the Lord. I want them to know who they are, that their identity comes from Christ. The world's going to tell them your identity comes from this thing or that thing. And there's so many definitions of who people are out in the culture. But I want my kids to know that God made them just the way they are. He loves them just the way they are. And the package that they were delivered to us in is beautiful before the Lord. And he has a plan and a purpose for their life. That comes from me which comes from the word. And Heidi, I, you know, I'm thinking of the mom right now who feels like their teen daughter or their teen son isn't in that place. Mm-hmm. And so they're hearing this going, okay, that's more guilt. Maybe I failed because mm-hmm. I wasn't doing the right things or however she's processing that because that teenager with uh, that attitude that mm-hmm. you mentioned a moment oh, ago, yes, the ugly familiar. sweater and, you know, I don't even like you anymore, mom. But yesterday you liked my sweater. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But ha- so how does she pick up the pieces and realize that this isn't a formula and that mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. basic things are to love your child as God created them, what mm-hmm. you just said? Mm-hmm. And to trust that God's hand is upon them. Mm-hmm. What are some of those things that a mom can do to um, either get back on track or try to encourage their children not to go off track? Well, I love that you said that that she might be looking to a formula. Yes. You know, uh, years ago, I was very into the formulaic parenting. You know, we raised our kids, started having babies, you know, in the 90s, in the early 90s. And there were several popular parenting programs out there at the time. And remember, we got invited to one of them, right? And so there was, if you just do this and this and this and this, then your kid will turn out, ding, you know, if you just check all the boxes. And we began to realize very early on that each one of our children are different, and there is no such thing as a formulaic approach to parenting. Every single one of our children need to know that uh, that they're unique, and we parent them uniquely. What might have worked for my 18-year-old isn't going to work for the 7-year-old. Mm-hmm. And we, Jay, you know, of course, my husband is a pastor, so we raise our kids in a fishbowl, right? Everyone's watching. Yeah. Uh, we had some some friends that we love very much come over to our house. And again, it's the pastor's wife thing, and I'm feeling you know, the, the the guilt. And uh, she comes to my house, and she sees all these parenting books, you know, sitting on the on the coffee table. And she goes, "Oh, that's a good book." She goes, "Oh, where did you get that one?" I'm like, "Oh, so and so gave it to me." And she said, "Heidi, I noticed the book is is missing." And I was like, "Oh," and I'm I'm going to write it down. I'm like, "Oh, you've got the holy grail of parenting right. books." I'm going to write this down. These people had raised five children, five girls successfully. At that point, we only had three children, so I'm like, "Who in their right mind?" Would five children? This woman was, you know, I mean, I was just like, wow, whatever you say, I'm doing it. And she said, I don't see a Bible anywhere on your coffee table. And yeah, see how you guys are being quiet? That's what I did too. Mm. I was like, okay. It's a good point. A good point. Good point. And I, she wasn't saying, you. it wasn't condemning. It wasn't, she wanted me to know. And this was so good for me because I, I needed to know it. She said, if none of these books existed, Let's say no one ever wrote another parenting book again, and all you had access to was the Bible. It would be enough. It would be enough. And in it, we're told how to love our children. And in it, we're said, you know, Lord, if we need wisdom, this is James, right? Ask it from the Lord and he'll give. Do you not know what you're doing as a mother? Ask the Lord. He'll tell you. He'll give you what you need. And I think at that point, I was like, all right, I'm leaning so hard into the advice of all these other people that I'm not saying, okay, Lord, I've read the books. But I still have this one, I've had that one child, that child, right? I still have this one child and nothing's working for that one child. I can't seem to get to her heart. 
I can't seem to to uh, reach her in the way that I want. And the Lord said, I'm going to help you, right? I'm going to show you the bend upon which that child needs to be folded. Mm. And she came with that bend, that unique bend in her. And it was, these are like aha moments as we're processing through motherhood and realizing God's going to use another mother to come along and encourage me back to the place where I depend on the Lord. And it really does make you feel less self-conscious. I wish there were more moms who could be comfortable enough in their own skin to say, I don't actually know what I'm doing. Yeah, right. Is it okay dads if I, too. Yeah, it, and dads too. It's all right to not know what you're doing because when you come to the place and you realize, okay, I need help. So you could look at Heidi St. John and say, well, she's got seven children and three grandkids and she had it all figured out. But they, they didn't see the meltdowns that my kids had in Walmart. They didn't see me crying myself to sleep. You miss all those things. In the process of raising children, God was doing something in my life. And I think that's moms need to know that. It's not just about your kids. God's that's doing so something good. in you. Danny, I don't know any parent who isn't crazy busy. So um, sometimes we have to do what Heidi did and be creative about how we spend time with God. It's so important, though. We have got to plug into God's Word. That's our source of truth. It's our source of hope. Um, Talk to the parent who's thinking, yeah, but I don't have time. Yeah, and I love the the verse, Colossians 3.16, that says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Mm. So true, because out of that flow, there's there's life-giving that takes place, and God doesn't want us to miss out on that. Yet, this is not about shaming or going towards that. It's making it a goal. You know, if our kids say, man, I wish I spent more time with you, mom or dad, we wouldn't shame them. We would just know we're missing out on something together in that moment, yet we love the fact that they want to, they desire more time with us. And so begin to look at what rhythms you have throughout your life. What are some things you can uh, maybe shorten a little bit and and then uh, make sure you're spending time in conversation with God praying. He talks about that. We can be talking all day long in prayer and then notice where God is is working, speaking to you. And with God's Word, what you can do is start with a verse, start with a section. Maybe it's one psalm that you continually go through and make a part of your your everyday experience and then having that conversation with God, knowing that through His Word, that's how He's speaking to you and into your soul. And it's not that you're doing something wrong. It's that you may be missing out on something. And Mm -hmm. when that changes in your mind throughout the day, you go, wait, I don't want to miss this because it could help me in my parenting. It could help me with wisdom in the situation I may be facing. So I need that relationship with a Heavenly Father. And when you see that, it may be that at lunchtime you pop open God's Word and, and He speaks to you for five minutes. Don't go to shame. Go towards goal. Mm-hmm. Well, how can I spend more time with my Heavenly Father and His Word? And something simple that I've been doing of late is I take walks. Um, mm-hmm. And I listen to an audio version of the Bible. Yeah. And um, there's something that's refreshing about that because I've read a lot of these passages I'm listening to, but listening to it's just different. And here's some tools that we've put, very practical tools for parents, John. Recently, we started reading Scripture out loud through Facebook Live. We do that weekly. We're different people on staff here at Focus on the Family. Get to read a portion of Scripture out loud, and you could... Yeah, take that for a walk or just have somebody read to you while you're doing dishes. Great. And that's God's Word coming to you. We also have biblical pursuits you can sign up for. We'll text that to you. That's a monthly thing. And one more, okay. John, even one more. But wait, there's more. There's more right here. <laughs> Live it challenges that you can do as a family yeah. to engage with God's Word, and you can sign up for that as well. 
And that's a monthly challenge spiritually that you can take as a family. And it's not going to be anything above and beyond. We try to make it an enjoyable experience for you with your kids and family to engage with God's Word. Well, I hope you hear Danny's heart, and that's how his team is. They want to be in your court. They want to help you grow as a mom or a dad, grow closer to God in your walk with Christ. And we've got so many resources. Uh, We'll link to all of them in the show notes. Real quick, let me just say, um, if you can, donate to the ministry. Help us help others. And uh, when you make a monthly pledge of any amount or a one-time gift, we'll say thank you for joining the support team by sending a copy of Becoming Mom Strong, that great book by Heidi St. John. Details again in the show notes or call 800-A-FAMILY. Next time, Dr. Josh Straub and his wife Christy will be here discussing how to help your kids work through their feelings. It's really good stuff. Join us then. For now, on behalf of Danny and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 